All right, are we ready? Yes. Yes. So we're recording. Yes. All right. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, got, so do you want to intro into that camera? Yeah, let's do that. Then. Um, you are leaning forward a bit. Am I? Uh, so let me just... Posture. Posture. Let me just... Remember what they taught you in international school. Straight back. Straight back. Uh, so, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to Philip and Friends, a podcast. This is a podcast where I interview various friends from my life, uh, across my whole life, and we just talk about friendship and what it means to be a friend, what is a good friend, their friendships they've had in their life. It's kind of a loose theme, but it'll kind of come together, and it'll just be kind of fun. My guest today is the very funny and hilarious comedian Michael Odawale, who's sitting across from me right now, but you can't see that because the camera's not focused on him. Uh, but before we get Michael on, uh, let's hear our lovely uh, theme song for the first episode of Philip and Friends. Philip and his friends, oh, Philip has friends. Why don't you come spend some good time with them? Philip and Friends, a podcast. Wonderful. All right. So, hello, everybody. Uh, I'm joined here today with Michael Dewale. Hello, Michael. Wow. wow. I mean, that, can I just say that's a, that's a wonderful theme tune. Thank you. Very sweet and then creepy. Creepy. How is it? The, creepy? the podcast. Thing. A podcast. Yeah. That that element. What what made you go with that? I thought it was kind of funny. And also, if you look at the artwork we have here, obviously listeners can't see that, but there's a podcast written in it. In uh, in, in parentheses. Yeah, because while uh, you know, long time uh, long time listeners will know that there was a live version of Philip and Friends, which I did at Edim in Edinburgh at the end. Long of time. This is the first one. I know Not exactly. Long time, long -time listeners of my career. Okay. Uh, the um, I did Philip and Friends. Uh, it was a nighttime. It was 1.30 a.m. at the Edinburgh Fringe. Mm -hmm. I did it um, because I uh, I really got my dream venue mm. and I and dream time slot. And so I did it, and it was uh, it was that. So I thought, let's do the podcast. There. I mean, I'm I'm so honored to be invited to the podcast, not to the live show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you did that, I was not. You were not. We were not friends at that point. When did what year did you do it? Uh, Twenty uh, two, the year Edinburgh before the pandemic. Okay, yeah. Okay, you're you're off the hook. You're thank good. you, thank you. So, for some listeners who maybe uh, don't know Michael, which I uh, I don't know how is that possible, but uh, he's a very funny comedian, and I've thought for the comedians that I've on, I'm either going to play one of their bits or I'm going to tell a bit of theirs that I really enjoy and I really okay. like, just so you know, because people they hear the pod, they hear the comedian, and they're like, oh, I don't actually know if I can buy into them. Mm. Uh, but I was going to tell, uh, if you don't mind, I was going to tell your Air AirPods bit. Oh, my AirPods uh, bit. Yeah, yeah, you can go for that. So uh, I was hoping you do a more racially charged. Bit. Yeah. But, um, no, no. Go, go for the AirPods bit. I well, like I, I, you know, that's for the that's for the second episode. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. for uh, Philip and friends. That's for the patrons. That's for the patrons. You get the uh, full. I do the voice and everything. <laughs> I do. Uh, I dress up like you. It's it's very good. So his AirPods bit is essentially that uh, you were not a big fan of AirPods or you didn't think they would work. Right. And then you saw uh, a guy <laughs> a guy have a seizure and he was wearing them and they stayed in. They stayed in the whole time. They stayed in the whole time and you went down. That's a good product. That's a great. Because a, like that 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 element there, they stay in. Great yeah. for jogs. Yeah. Great for running. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just. I have to agree with the AirPod. I was not. Um, I was not sold on it, and then someone lent it to me, and I was like, "Wow, this is a this is an incredible product." They stayed in the air. They stayed in the. They stayed in the air. Did you seizure test I it? I didn't seizure test it. I take your word for it, though. You got. I do that with every product now. Kind of pass the the seizure test. Running <laughs> shoes. Running shoes. I don't. I was trying to think. Baby bells. <laughs> baby bells. Baby bells. Will I keep them in my stomach, or do they get thrown up? Right. Yeah. Well, we've really we've really started strong with the seizure mm, material here mm. on this podcast. It's really, really, really starting with the strongest audience possible. I don't want to alienate anybody. No, but that bit is uh, is so enjoyed um, that there was somebody at a, a comedian in another green room who told it to me. Who said, "Oh, really? Have you heard Michael Dewala's bit? He was it was uh, un, uh, he didn't even know about this." Oh, that's he, amazing! He didn't I don't. Know I knew you. I, you, you, thank you for sharing that love. Sometimes you don't know yeah. that you're loved, and then there's people out there 
they might not love me, but they like the bit. They like the bit. And I, I added the love myself. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say is also if you're if you're watching this, uh, I, I I noticed when we walked in, Michael and I look like a look like a mustard and ketchup. Oh. <laughs> you're wearing you're wearing a very strong red, and I'm wearing a strong, very strong yellow. So let's get into the let's get into the meat and the bones. I've got the questions here, a few of them. Uh, you're more than welcome to obviously branch out from it. Uh, but so let's put let's actually for somebody who doesn't know you, let's put your life in a bit of context. Okay. Uh, where did you where were you born? I was born in Dagnum. Dagnum, Dagnum Essex. Essex. Um, now, Essex, Dagnum, it's kind of contentious real estate. Yeah. Because some people say that we're not in London, we're in Essex. And yeah. we don't really want to be uh, in Essex because of the only way is Essex. Is, a, is I don't know if you know. I do know the TV show. It doesn't give Essex a good reputation. It, it, it kind of damaged this reputation. And it was already what, hanging back. What was back left Fred. of it, yeah. Right, exactly. So we, we try to claim London, and I think we can. Yeah. We have red buses. and. So do people, when you say, I grew up in, you grew up in London. I grew up in London, East London. East London. Mm -hmm. All right. And so you were born in East London. Have you ever lived anywhere else but East London? Not literally. <laughs> how else? How else have you? Where have you metaphorically lived? Oh, you know, you, you spend a lot of time in, in, in video game worlds, you know, yeah. San Andreas. You San Andreas. Know, you, you feel like you know the area. I know the area of San Andreas very well. Exactly. You know, you, you know all the nooks and crannies. All of them. I would say that I've forgotten a lot of that knowledge now, though. But you know, if you drop, if you would drop back in there, you I would like, drop back in there. I know, I know where things are relative to each other. I don't even use the map; I just know it. So I feel like, yeah, yeah. I, know, I know that that area, you know that area. Yeah. So and so, yeah, those those two areas really. So then you grew up in uh, in both San Andreas uh, and East London. I'm mm -hmm. sure other, many other video game worlds. Uh, uh, what were you, what were your video games of choice growing up? Well, it was mainly FIFA. So I, I grew up on the pitch. Grew up on the pitch. Grew up on the pitch. On the pitch, San Andreas and, and Dagnum. Those and those Dagnum. are my homes. Yeah. Wow, and uh, they have so much in common. Those three. Exactly. Yeah. I can't name it yeah. right now. Well, I know you a bit through the through football. Actually, were you a footballer growing up? Um, I wasn't very skilled growing up. I think I got better as I got older in terms of I just like to kick people. <laughs> More than the ball, you're nodding yeah, yeah. in in agreement. Um, well, so. no, I don't know. I don't agree. I'm nodding and just I'm just trying to keep you going. Okay, yeah. I'm so, hoping to see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I like to to take out my aggressions on on the football pitch and yeah. um, you know, it's, it's it's fun fun hobby. Fun hobby amongst comedians. Well, I actually I play football with you sometimes at the community. yeah. You've gotten very good. I've gotten better. I found that uh, if uh, if I keep a positive attitude, mm -hmm. if I put energy in, mm -hmm. and uh, I just keep trying. Then I, that's how I succeed. I think those I are have the, none of the actual foot skills to keep it going. Those are rules for life. Those, those rules for life. Those, I, I think that's Jordan somebody. Peterson. Just I think I've read those are the first yeah. three. First three rules of life. Yeah. That and uh, and always have a lobster. Yeah. Are you, o always always have a lobster. Have a lobster? That, you know the lobster. Did he mean? I, what did he mean by that? Did he mean metaphorically have a lobster? What did he mean? Oh no, I was just I was just I was just riffing, bro. Oh. Just full on full on riffing. Oh, I felt that I, it felt real. It felt real. I was I, sh I was there. I was with you. It was there. Uh, so you grew up. Did you? What school did you go to growing up? Um, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I feel uncomfortable giving away so many details of your life. It feels like you know, there's enough to pit, to put forward to like claim, you know, like identity. Identity. You're theft. worried about identity. Theft. I am worried about. Well, identity. It's good you're not in a career where your uh, your whole body, <laughs> your voice, and everything is filmed on the regular. I mean, I don't give specific details of like where I went. I, I went yeah. to school around Rumford, which is near okay. Dagnum. Okay. And what were you? What were you like as a kid? What was I like as a kid? That's a good question. I was I was pretty introverted yeah. kid, but um, I, I think I bust a lot of jokes. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I think, you know. A bit of a class clown when, but I was like a classy, a classy, class, classy class clown, a classy class clown. Some people would go for for cheap humor. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But like for me, I was like I waited for my moment to make 
the right. I do my research yeah. on the teacher. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I would use things like if I saw the teacher crying in the car, like in the car park, I would yeah. use that in the lesson. I did research. Do you know? Yeah. I use callbacks. End of year. Hey, remember, remember when you were crying in the car, Mr. Smith? Do you know? What I mean? And then he would cry in the lesson, and then it's like a beautiful Come arc. I'd, it's you just know. a shame there were no reviewers in at the time. Oh my gosh, five stars! If they if they had been, you could if they had Edinburgh Awards for class clownism. Mm. Did you? I I was a I was I like to think of myself when I was younger as as the class clown, mm -hmm. rather class comedian. You know, not a class clown. I want to right. be a class, class humorist, class humorist, mm -hmm. satirist. Mm -hmm. You know, writer, whatever you whatever you go for, uh, ingenue. So I thought myself as that, and then I probably was like I was people used to say oh, you're a bit of the class clown, aren't you? And then looking back, and I think it was more of a class loser. Oh. <laughs> you know, I was that dude making the joke. I would do jokes sometimes that I think I thought were really funny. And probably if there were people in the room that would have enjoyed it, yeah. they, they would have. But there was everyone was like, not, they didn't. That's didn't a wonderful, fun. if there were people in the room that would have enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. I mean, that's such a way of thinking of comedy. Like, yeah. If only there were people in the if room, only room. If only there were people in this room who could enjoy it. That would have laughed at that. I, I would have crushed. That was that's the one thing holding me back. No, I think I got a few I got a few jokes in there, but I think there was also stuff. I used to watch a lot of like stand-up specials, mm. and I used to really enjoy. Um, I used to sometimes like really enjoy joke formats that were a bit weird, and I would try to bring that into a class. Did you used to stealth bits sometimes into hundred percent, hundred percent? Sometimes yeah. I would do that, or I would write bits and I would insert them into conversations, and people would be like, "Oh no, please, yeah, please don't, please don't do this." Um, so you were a bit of a class clown. Were you good at school? I, I was very average. Yeah. I always kind of just did what I needed to do to get by. I feel like there probably is untapped potential. Yeah. Could have been, but I Could never, never, never tapped into it. So, did you get that on your report cards? Then were you often? Did you have report cards? Is that yeah, thing? yeah? We have report cards, like reviews. Yeah. Um, I think the teachers kind of saw me as just kind of like a nothing, like a disposable. It's just very much. Michael was there. Michael's there. Do you know what I mean? He needs to. Outside, do they comment on your jokes? Then? They they would say he he is a bit of a disruptive influence. A disruptive at times, yeah. um, but mainly they they didn't seem to see any. And look at him now, everybody. Exactly. He's on a podcast with Philip. With me, you know. I love it when. Uh, do you know what I saw recently? Oh, you see it a lot. I think sometimes comedians do it when they, uh, or even rappers, all artists, whenever they achieve like a high level of success, they mm. always post a photo of themselves mm. and then themselves as a baby, right? Yeah. And it's like, look where I've come from. It's like we, we were all babies at yeah. some point. Look it's at not, the glow it's, up. It's not impressive that you've grown up as an individual. I, just, I don't know. I always find that. It always really, I always want to comment that, but then I feel like you're just that dude is like, yeah, we were all yeah, we were all babies at one point. And people are going to be like, no, it's not that, um, it's not that impressive. So class clown could have tried harder. Um, so then what were you in the friendship groups growing up? Mm. What was your position? And did you have a lot of friends growing up? I wouldn't say I had a lot of friends. I felt like um, I would try and play that same element, the comedic guy. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. I've always felt like a little bit of an outsider. I never felt fully in any group. So I yeah. just kind of float around and provide humor. And then move along to the to the next, the next group. group that needed and humor. You're a traveling, you're a traveling man. I could feel it in my spirit. I'm, you go I'm, to one friendship group. I'm just here for the day to make you some humor. <laughs> if you need it, I'll be here. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm an empath. Snake in the next city. What? You know, I'm an empath. An if empath. I could feel, if I feel the there's need. human needed, I, I I went to it. You know. <laughs> you're a, a missionary for humor. Exactly. And then you come back home, and you, you wouldn't believe the humor they don't have in some of these places. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. They just have nothing. Humor without borders. That humor, would be... Humorist without borders. Comedian without borders. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, that's uh, so. Then, who would you say was your first friend growing up? Um, probably um, a nun. A nun. 
I went to. Like, Are you uh, kidding? Uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Okay, uh, sorry. I, just, I, I really didn't expect it. I was going to elaborate. You yeah, know, yeah, of course to, you were. I, I was just. I was. Just I'm going to leave you hanging on the nun. Don't leave me hanging on the nun. Um, um, I went to um, a school that had nuns. My first, you know, like the preschool. Yeah. I don't. Know, what's what do we? What's the English for kindergarten? Kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. Kindergarten. Let's say. Let, let's just say that. <laughs> that, okay, yeah, let's it's say a that. place where kids they hang out, young, the small, kids, not school. Like yet. a like a nightclub for young children, but in the day, a daycare, if you may. Oh, Yo, you got the Play-Doh, bro. <laughs> you got the Play-Doh, bro. I got these crayons. You need some? I, I was there, and it was yeah. run by nuns. Yeah. And there's a picture of me, very young, as you can imagine, uh, be, and I was playing cards yeah. with a nun. Yeah. And I always wanted to use that as an album cover. One day, that would be I can hundred percent. I can imagine if I could find that, that would be amazing, uh-huh. isn't it? You could stage it now. You and the di- no, you want to wear diapers in kindergarten. I don't think nuns exist anymore. No, they do. I've not seen one. I don't think they're. Um, I don't think they're big in the uh, in the UK. I think they're. Are they. I don't think anybody in this room knows much. Do you happen to know if uh, nuns are a Catholic church thing or a Protestant church thing? Oh fuck knows. No, okay. I don't know what. I'm, I'm sure they probably have both. Like yeah. they have different genres of universal, different genres of nun. Yeah. It's a classical rock. Should, uh, I, should I look this up? I can look shit up. Yeah. Oh my god, I feel like I'm on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yo, nuns. Jamie, yo, yeah. Jamie, pull that up. Yo, pull that up, bro. Do what am I looking? Do nuns exist? <laughs> yeah, do nuns exist? Let's start with that. Is it like birds don't exist? Birds don't exist. Have they um, expired? Have they gone extinct? Is the word? Uh, extinct. Yeah. yeah. Like the dodo. No, well, do you know what I watched uh, recently? I watched. Um, have you seen Sister Act? Yeah. Oh my God, what a movie. Oh my what gosh. What a great film. I watched it over Christmas because I was uh, I didn't get to home for Christmas, so I spent it with my girlfriend, Sadia. And uh, she said growing up, this was like a Christmas film for us. It was one of those weird ones where she just watched it Christmas. It's so funny. It's so, so good. Whoopi Goldberg is an EGOT winner. Yeah. Emmy, Grammy, Oscar. I know Trump. what EGOT means. It took me a second, yeah. and that's what you were looking at. You saw, you went, oh, he doesn't know what it means. And right. then I did know what it meant. But anyway, back to the back to the nun friend. So we have almost there are almost three hundred nuns uh, that she. We, if we had the monitor on, you'd be able to see yeah. what I'm doing here. Almost three hundred nuns live in twenty Carmelite monasteries in Britain. That's not three hundred. Yeah, I think it's not. I think I think it's a Catholic uh, Protestant. Some have definitely religion. died out. There were at least two. Some in the school, in the, in the daycare I was yeah, in. Yeah, I don't know if they've died out or they just died. They, but yeah, they no, died no, 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 and they they're not replaced. They're not replaced. Because I, I think, because amongst the you know, I don't know how many modern women want to be nuns. nuns. I was gonna say something offensive. What were you gonna say? Nah, it's fine. No, 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 no. Oh, right, fine. Um, but they they they've chosen not to. Better be nuns. or worse than the us talking about the person having a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that work. So I know that's fine. And that is funny, yeah. Yeah, I, I was not placed to drop new material. Yeah, um, everything we're saying is <laughs> material. But let's uh, let's not keep it too let's not keep it too comedy focused. Okay, guys. Okay, let's, let's get back to, it, too, back to the back to the focus. So why did you become friends with this nun? I just she was she was a friendly nun. She would yeah. play cards with me. She would give me milk. Yeah. From, from um. Ted. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It was milk in a carton. Yeah. Not from her tit. Not from her tit. Um, I'd like to make that clear. I never touched the nun's tit. I never, never, did <laughs> never that. touched the nun's tit. It, at least I know it was in the carton. I don't know where it originated from. Yeah. But well, did uh, you? Did she give you the carton to open yourself? Or I mean, I I wasn't really checking for spiked drinks at three years old. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I thought, um, I thought you were at a nightclub for kids, man. And this is true. That's what you say? So, um, so would you actually have said if someone said to you? Uh, as a, how old were you when then you were in kindergarten? I would say three, four, five. Three, four, five. Would someone have said to you, um, if hey, who's your friend? Would you have gone? Oh, what was her name? 
don't you don't remember Sister Mary. Sister Mary. Let's. Uh, so would you have said Sister Mary is my friend at that age? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she she seems to have like activated a core memory because when you asked that question, that was yeah. the first thought of first friend. Yeah. Um, so then, when was the first friend you had that was uh, that was your age? That was not a nun. That was not a nun. Um, that would probably be in primary school. Yeah. What's the English word for primary school? <laughs> was um, oh, I had a friend called um uh, Bradley. He lived like Cooper? Bradley Cooper. No, not Bradley <laughs> not really. Cooper because he was an adult man. Yeah. And I was uh, in primary school. Bradley Cooper. Where did he live? Bradley. Where did he live? Your friend. He lived about. He lived in Dagnum as well. Yeah. He lived about five minutes away from me and. We were just always um, getting up to mm-hmm. school shenanigans, yeah. hang out a bit after school. You know, it was, it was a good friendship. I still see him every now and then, but we're not. We don't. We don't even say hi or bye anymore. I'm sad. It's a shame. So, what would you say? Who's the oldest friend you have then? The oldest friend not I like have in, in age. I mean, we could do both. Let's do both. Oldest friend, physically, age-wise, oldest friend, and then let's talk about the oldest friend that you still have. I guess Jeff Innocent is my friend. He's pretty old. Yeah. Jeff Innocent is a comedian. I mean, you guys know. Yeah. Well, if you don't now, you do. Um, he's an old man. He's an old. Then man. who's the oldest friend you've had throughout? Uh, he's not that. As old. in like, yeah. he's old. Yeah. Uh, as in, I don't want to start beef with Jeff. As in, like, active, active friendship you still maintain. Um, I've got a friend named uh, George yeah. King. Um, I became friends with him. Yo, shout out to George King, bro. Yo, shout, shout, out, out, shout to out to George. George. Made a friends with him at university. Yeah. And that's probably like a, a, a nine year, nine almost ten year friendship mm. that we've maintained. That's the longest friendship I've kept. I don't, I don't normally keep friends. And what is it? Do you that think, long. What do you think it's about him that uh, maintains? What do you, what do you think is about that maintains a long friendship? Well, he's just he's very plain, so that's kind of good because I can I can vent to him. Yeah. You know, it's like um, like a digestive biscuit. You know, he's just he's just there for me to to dip into and to to nibble on. I <laughs> your, think <laughs> your stories your stories are the biscuit, and he is maybe like a milk or a tea. I've not really thought out the metaphor too much because I don't no. think he's the tea. Yeah, as I said, he's the biscuit. He's biscuit. So you eat him? No, you, you nibble on him. You nibble? Just I mean, like it's it's a good biscuit. Yeah, I got. I'm I trying gotta, to say. I got sneeze. <coughs> Sorry, I didn't. So I'm saying he's a, he's a very stable, reliable biscuit friend because you know you you don't want a jammy dodger friend i mean you you can but can you rely on that jammy dodger friend what's the jammy dodger i'm sorry jammy dodger is a biscuit with like jam in the middle and you dodge it and it's thrown well you uh, the jam is the most delectable part yeah but you kind of have to work your way to get to the you don't enjoy the jam unless you enjoy the biscuit you have to do the work to do the work and sometimes you don't want that in a friend you want just a reliable i know i'm getting all the way around yeah my biscuit well then, so this is kind of a, an interesting friend question for you as well. Do you uh, would you take a friend who is uh, re- uh, re- like you're saying very there's a consistency with a friend, mm-hmm. or would you take? Do you ever do you ever meet people who are like, yo, I don't I don't say I don't say to my friends that I like them or love them, but you know they they know I do. They mm. know I do. you know those kind of like where it's like you don't get a lot of love the whole time, but then you get brief moments of like where you're like, oh, this person really is my friend, or would you just take a consistent response? I mean, like, why? Well, I, I'm, I'm almost of the opinion. Do, do you need to say it? I, um, well, this is what's weird. Is growing up, my, uh, my mother very seldomly said, "I love you" to us. Mm-hmm. And I, kind you've of, grown up fine. I've grown uh, fine. Ish. Uh, fine. Mm. No, I, uh, and I kind of enjoyed that in a sense because I liked the fact that it was always assumed. And then when I left university, I think my mom probably said it a few times. Yeah. Um, I don't want, I don't want it to be some sort of sad, sad story. But then I remember when I left university, she did say it, and it almost freaked me out. 
Um, really? I was like, oh, it's always been assumed. It's always been assumed. And now I have a girlfriend, and she loves to 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 for us to say I love you to each other often. And are you more comfortable in that? Yeah, I'm more comfortable saying it. But there are there are some times where like, oh, I do. Yeah, I I, I do. But I like. You know, I don't need to. Cause I'm like you. I think I had a, I had a similar upbringing where it wasn't really said. Yeah. Um. So I feel I still feel now weird saying it. Yeah. Or even hugging, things like that. It's I don't. I feel like it's there, but maybe it does need to be said sometimes. I think it needs to. Uh, it needs to be said sometimes in friends. I think it's. Uh, I love you in a friendship. I think is. Um, that's like a. That's like a. That's a huge step mm. because you could be good friends with someone, but then to actually say that you love the person as a as a friend. Uh, whatever friendship that may be, male, male, f uh, female, male, female, female, you know, you know, all the categories mm. uh, that I didn't need to. I don't know why I explained them. Everyone, everyone <laughs> knew what I was talking about. Uh, none is a pronoun as well. None, none, none. Um, none to none. Uh, whether it's between a nun and a nun, or mm. or, or, uh, or child, or child and nun, uh, whether there's love there, um, I've, I've now lost my my point. But that I feel is, is that's a difficult step to to get up to. But I think when I do, when I have said it to friends in the past, it is it's felt so nice to be mm. able to say it, because I think a friend who you love, like I think it's true what the Spice Girl said about like friendship does last forever. Like if you really have a good friend, someone you can go back to, it's so nice, yeah, and rewarding. And there's never the worry of uh, the romantic aspect to it. There's uh, there's a space thing that you always have that aspect to it. So there's a lot of I think there's a lot of richness in a friendship. Uh, and that's why I kind of get annoyed sometimes when you watch them. Um, I don't uh, if you watch films where like they shoehorn a love story, yeah. in a, either male female friendship, and obviously sometimes uh, other uh, other types of friendships. Sometimes when they shoehorn a love story, I go, oh, you know, this, this relationship is actually a lot worse now because of it. Yeah, because there's no there's no wealth in this. It doesn't have a, a nice richness to it that it's just about people who really respect each other and really get along. And there's that sort of aspect to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I never really thought about it. This deeply before, but but I sometimes I sometimes I mean, there's two films I've watched recently where they they put this love story and I just go oh what a shame I just so I've just sort of there was one film in particular um, I don't want to say it because it came out recently not that anyone's have you guys seen uh, Licorice what's this when am I getting a text um, sorry uh, have you guys seen Licorice Pizza I've heard of it heard of it well of films no uh, if you haven't well spoiler alert skip whatever the 15 second skip button you have on these apps it's uh, it does it's a it's a whole story about like a weird friendship between like a 25 year old and a 16 year old and it's a really great story and then at the end there's a there's a slight romantic thing that happens just a kiss or whatever and i just sort of went ah oh, what a what a real shame because it was such a it's such a that that like your nun friendship right yeah i think the friendship sometimes are like when you get like a weird friendship like that a nun and a child or yeah. a 25 year old a 16 year old there's something that's just like so unique yeah as well and you read i used to, i used to read a lot of uh, readers readers digest and they would tell stories about like 80 year olds who were like friends with 20 year olds and stuff like that and um yeah i just think there's a there's a great it's great when that happens i think like, i lost like, my plot um, a little bit there but you know what I like mean? liz lemon and jack donahue you know, they just uh, thirty rock. Yeah, there's thirty rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they just stayed friends. They just stayed friends. They didn't have to have a romantic. It's better. And, and I, I think, think it's yeah. a stronger. It's a stronger. Sh have you seen uh, Ted Lasso? Yeah, yeah. Do you know um, Sam Obasanya? Yeah, yeah. And what's her name? The the main woman. Oh, yeah, the, the CEO lady. CEO lady. Oh, I hated that. I've not seen it to that. You keep spo you spoil everything. Why well, asked you if you've seen it? I didn't know you meant the entirety oh, of okay. everything. Sorry, all right, I'll stop. I'll stop spoiling stuff for there. But I can't. I I, I got to the point where they were hinting at that, yeah, and I yeah, was they like, were hinting at it. I disagree. Am with I this. moving around too much? No, 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 no baby, you're perfect. You fine? No, baby, you're perfect. Just stay where you are. Uh, let's let's get back to to this then. So about friendship, which is that. Do you do you have a friendship group? Are you a friendship group person, or are you I have individual friends? 
Um, I have clumps of friends. <laughs> I have clumps of uh, friendship groups, but yeah. uh, there's not, there's not. I wouldn't say a big one Man. of the boys, the squad, the squad, the wolf pack. I don't wolf really. Pack. You, you don't know. have that. Do you ever? Do you ever want that? Sometimes I think I want that, yeah. but then you get a little bit of a taste of it, and you're like, this is this is too much. I like the the individual elements yeah. of this, and I like, you know, spontaneously yeah. joining into groups and and, and yeah. doing stuff. But I don't think I need a consistent. You know, Power Rangers, less less mighty morphing time. Although we I do look like two Power Rangers, you look at the red do. Power Rangers and the yellow. Power if I'm the red, that means I'm the leader. You're the leader, 100, percent man. Yeah, I man. don't mind. I'll be I'll be tech support. I don't, yeah. I don't mind being a tech support Power Ranger. Yeah, I find it difficult when you big big groups. I don't think I've had any for a while where you have like a group of friends. But then the problem is, is that you kind of need everyone in the group to gel. Mm. You know, you know what I don't like about a group of friends, a big group of friends, is when you got to sit down and go to get dinner together, and mm. you don't get to sit next to the people you're actually the most familiar with. You know yeah. what I mean? You sit at a long table, kind of like this one, and then you're stuck. Like you got you're the friend who you really know the best in the group sitting yeah. over there. And sometimes I'm like, oh well, he knows all these other people really well as well. He's the connector. He's the connector. Yeah. And I don't have any connection. So you got stuck. You're stuck with the the less. You ever Less. been like in a in a group of three and you're all getting along well and then the glue leaves, oh. the connector leaves and then you're like, oh, I actually don't know this other guy. I don't guy. know this guy at all. What are we talking about? Actually? Those are my favorite episodes of show, like TV shows where <laughs> they have, like they, they take out the two people in the scene together who never are in the scene together. Yeah, that's um, that's tricky. Yeah. Especially, and also like I've had a lot of my friendships, especially uh, after I left university, I had a lot of my friendships form. Uh, I would smoke a lot of weed, right? Yeah. And, and there's nothing worse than the glue leaving when you're high, when you're yeah. just like, I'm already incredibly self-conscious. Yeah. And now I have to think about the fact that I don't know how to awkwardly navigate this conversation with this person I've never talked with before. Yeah, 100%. But then I feel like that's that's an interesting thing as well when you don't realize that you needed a third person yeah. until they've left. Until you they've like, left. Oh my goodness, we actually... Have nothing we've to got come. nothing. We need, a, we need somebody to need sort to... of close our jokes and yeah. lead the premises. There's nothing. There's you know, nothing to It's an interesting it. thing. Yeah, it is interesting thing. So you got you got um you got no you got clumps. I got clumps of friends. You got clumps of friends. Yeah, I like I like that though. I like my clump. I like my um solitary time. Yeah, I'm not like a massively loner type person, but I do enjoy that that yeah. period of time, and I like joining up um with with groups or with single people, and um when I'm when I'm feeling energized, and that's why I feel like I can give my my best self, my best Michael. What do you look for in a friend then? What's your uh... Um, For the I, record, I like to say friend is constantly being spelt with a PH here. Oh, right. Is yeah. that? I didn't know. I We're wasn't dropping it. it. Philip and friends were always doing the PH here. I didn't know I was dropping it with that. I was saying friend with the F like an idiot. you idiot. So now I'll no, say it with You're in my PH. world now. The PH. You got to say it with a PH. Okay. So in a friend. What do you look for in a right end? In a friend. I think I'm looking for, um, there has to be comfort in silence. Mm. I think the ability to like not need to talk to each other, but like still feel comfortable around each other is yeah. a very interesting element. I'm sure we all have it. You know, maybe that, that comes with time in friendships as well, where maybe you're calling a friend or you're FaceTiming a close friend and it's not constant conversation. Yeah. Maybe you're just doing an activity and, you know, but you, you know, you're just there. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I think I really enjoy that element of friendships. Um, what else you need? I guess that a little bit of self-awareness you know what I mean? So you're in terms of being able to make fun of each other yeah. without it feeling like 
oh no, this person's sensitive. You know what I mean? I think that, that ability too. I think that happens with time though. That game you know, happens. You gotta throw out the punches and you see which ones are like, oh no, not that one. But uh, yeah, sometimes, but then when it when it happens straight off the bat in terms of- That's good. But then sometimes maybe somebody is actually offended and you've, you, yeah. they're just being nice. But um, so yeah, I see that those, those two elements, but I, I don't really know, actually. I, I never really say I, I got this checklist here, you know, but I think you know when you feel it, but those, those two elements, um, so in terms of just silence and yeah. me being able to make fun of you when we're not silent, that's a great friendship. Well, let's test out our friendship today, huh, shall we? This is great podcast. <laughs> this is great podcasting. Is everything okay, Mitch? With yeah, the... this camera just keeps turning off and I'm not sure why. Oh, they're missing me. Uh, it's it's um, it's I'm mostly on this one anyway. So oh, okay. We're in the center. I don't know if it's just overheating or if it's just. Well, it must be us. We're cooking some real. Mm. This hot pot cooking with. Hot, we're hot potting. Yeah. Is that what they say? Um, what, what, am I putting some music on or Right now. Yeah. What time is it? No, no. Why, why was the silence there? Oh, I was putting silence. Uh, I was trying to do a bit, and uh, as you could tell, it really, uh, it really, <laughs> it really exploded. Okay. Um, do you have? What's who's your worst friend you got? <laughs> what? I mean, do you have like a so? I'll I'll, I'll explain where I came okay. up with this question from, okay. which was that. So, uh, I'm the Louis C.K. You've heard of him? I'm familiar. Familiar. Uh, he had a bit on one of most his most uh, most recent specials. Actually, the one right after the whole thing happened, mm -hmm. and he's talked about how uh, he said, you know, when bad things happen to you, um, they say you find out who your real friends are. Right. Yeah. He said, and then you find those friends, and you're like, oh shit, those are my real friends, yeah. not those people. Those people really. And uh, so I guess my question comes from perspective of, is, do you have like a friend who you keep, you, you know, I, I, it's going to sound horrible, but you keep around and you almost don't even know how you became friends in the first place. Mm. Or they're so different from, it's like, like who's like, uh, let's keep it in uh, in uh, pop culture terms. Who's the Phoebe friend you got? You reckon it's the, the, the Phoebe friend? Yeah. I mean, I definitely have friends. Phoebe doesn't, Phoebe doesn't make any sense in that group. Relative she she to doesn't, she doesn't fit. Yeah. They'd have a group chat without her probably, probably. so they can talk. Same. Well, I always think that a friendship group is just consisting of m miniature friendship groups minus one. Right. That all just like bitch about the last person in the group. Right. As soon as they like, leave. As soon as they leave, they go, can you believe he talks during movies? Oh my God. Right. Yeah. And that's how they, that's how they gel. And I think it's essential. Well, now I'm thinking, is that me? Is that you? Is that me? Well, that's the classic joke, isn't it? Is if 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 you know if you don't know who the weird one in the group is, it's probably it's probably, probably you. you, man. My worst friend. That's a good. That's an interesting question. I mean, I definitely I'd say I have friends where I'm like, if we met now, I don't know yeah. how we would be friends or how we'd interact. But they've kind of just meshed into your life. Yeah. Um. So I've definitely got that element. I mean, I'm trying to be careful. Of naming yeah, names. Something I've just realized doing, yeah, this, doing this podcast is like you got to talk about people, <laughs> and especially with the worst friend question, is who you're going to throw <laughs> out there. <laughs> but then they're, really they're throwing someone under the bus. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> but there's a reason. There must be a reason we still keep them around. There's got to be a reason. I think they're kind of grandfathered in from like just, yeah. you know what I mean, from yeah. like just primary school or just just being about. There's a nostalgic yeah. element to them. Or they'll do something they're like, ah, oh, you're not too bad. That old that old reference from 18 years ago. Hey, but a bootchuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. a bootchuck. I should have known. That reminds me that of reminds my youth. Me of my youth. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think I definitely have friends. I wouldn't say they're my worst friend, but it's like I I don't know. I don't know if, how you got here. I don't know how you remained. Yeah, yeah but I'm I'm gonna still keep you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that uh do you um do you rely on friends a lot, or are you a self a self man? Do I rely on friends in terms of what what for? 
a good question. I'll get back to you on that. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, in terms, if I'm going through a crisis, yeah. I definitely, um, like I said, I got my digestive bi- biscuit. I've got yeah. George. Um, George. I, 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 I do you think he's aware that you, you, do you think George is okay? I've described this to him, him as he's my digestive biscuit. Yeah. Um, and I, I could definitely call him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, it's going to sound so sad, but I keep a journal. And of, of, of not of, of my your life. Of my life. Oh, okay, of your friends. Right. No. Well, sometimes the this friends are meant. This one's going away. They all have uh, their own journal, my friend. And yeah, I think I, I I use that sometimes as almost like you know Beyonce said me myself and I. That's all I got. So did uh, G Easy. Beyonce said it first. <laughs> I don't know. if She invented the phrase me myself and I, but she said it yeah. in terms of being able to be your own best friend. Yeah. So I kind of use that journal as a reference to kind of, you know, like what you would turn to a friend to is in a moment of crisis and you need some reassurance. Yeah. I can kind of read. I just turn to myself, man. I just turn. I'm the only guy I need. I'm so, I'm two people. But you should, you that, you, you kind of need that element of, oh, of course, being yeah. your own. You need that that element of, uh, well, you know, I, I follow this page called the Side Hustle Bible. Uh, just because I love, I love the crap they right, found. There. Right. It's just like the most like, hey, never forget, always grinding, always working, <laughs> that kind of crap, right? And there's parts of it, there's this one horrible one where it's like, I've been through so much bad stuff, I know I can always pull myself out of the gutter. <laughs> and you know, it's just like, oh my God, just like that kind of worst stuff. But the, you know the problem with that side hustle Bible is, is that there's an element of a truth where yeah. you are like, this is actually how you gotta, you gotta act. A, li- a little percent, just don't like post it, but yeah. just kind of have that. Or write a whole journal about how right. amazing you exactly. are. Exactly. Would you say well i felt this vibe from you a bit from the from some of the interactions we have would you say you're a would you say you're somewhat of an arrogant man (laughs) (laughs) no yeah maybe maybe i'm like i always say i'm like meta arrogant how could god be arrogant (laughs) (laughs) i have i think one time i I said to you i i think i might be jesus no yeah you said i might be jesus but then i didn't i didn't say i might (laughs) sorry No, what I said was, how do I know that I'm not? <laughs> I didn't say I was Jesus. I said, how do I know that I'm not? Because yeah. he has to be somebody. Yeah. They say he's walking you, amongst you, us. You, you believe in God? I, if I believe that I might I be Jesus, yeah. then I believe that there's you a possibility. You as long as you are Jesus. You might be Jesus. Any, this Jesus is, is within this is all like of us. One of those, have you seen those like uh, right wing uh, shows where they go, "I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying the Muslims did it. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if they were there and it happened." Let's put two and two together. So you know, I'm not. No, I'm not an arrogant. I think like I, I maybe I, I like to play it a little bit, but yeah. I like to maybe. Do you find then when you're with uh, with friends, you sometimes play the character of of a person who you're not? I mean, if you're if you're if you're being it. Then you are it. Yeah. I've always kind of, let's, I, I, you know, you can get like a bit too philosophical in your own head. Yeah. Um, but if you are doing that and you felt like doing it, then that's because you are that thing. Mm. So when sometimes I like to to play around and maybe play a character, then that that is you. You know, if somebody's if somebody's always fake, then that's the real them because they are naturally fake. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Their natural instinct is to be fake, so that means they're being authentic. Which at some point then becomes who they are. Exactly. Yeah. So if you like to hang out in different groups of friends and you have different personalities, it's not necessarily you being fake. That's just you that's being. how you feel comfortable. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Fair enough. Well, speaking of friends in crisis, we have our. Uh, uh, we do we have nine minutes, Mitch? Yeah, you got a bit of time. We've got Go a on. bit of time. Well, we have our, our friend in need section of the show. Okay. We've had uh, uh, a few of my fans. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm the arrogant. Uh, no. We have uh, basically people who've, uh, I put it up on my Instagram and stuff like that. If people want to, um, if people want to basically say, if they're, if they're a friend uh, or they have problems and they need help, uh, they brought their questions here. Amazing. Um, so I will say the first, I've read through them. And the first one, uh, we're going to save. Uh, they're quite hefty. They seem quite long. Oh, no, that's just the device. So this first guy, I have to say, I, uh, I'm starting this podcast. It's a fun little project to do. And I'm very glad you could be the first guest on it. Um, and I, But I know the stereotype around podcasts is very kind of bro-y. Right. There's a bit of a bro-y background to it, you know. Uh, and uh, and I hate that the first question I got, first advice I got, was unbelievably bro-y. Okay. And I hate the fact that some of, my, some of the people, I have very few fans online. But the people who do respond to my tweets are just the broiest man ever because they basically I did this I posted this tweet the other day which was basically a premise of a bit I'm working on but it's something about how like I'm very skinny and I'm worried about getting mugged mm. so then I work out in the gym but then I worry about what if I'm really sore the next day after the gym and then I get attacked on that day right yeah. so what do I do to help myself and I kind of wrote it out better and all I kept getting was like workout advices and people were like bro bro the best thing you got to do run away okay <laughs> it's not worth the fight it's not worth the fight you got and then this other guy was like sending me his whole gym routine I get no interactions other than this. But anyway, so who's this guy? Uh, let's say uh, he's, he's asked for us to not share his name, so let's call him John. Okay. Uh, let's call him... Uh, By his name? John, yeah. That, you know, that classic John. Anyway, so, hey, Phil, love to hear you're starting a podcast. Big fan. What did I tell you guys, huh? I have a slight issue currently that I don't really know what to do about, and I'm hoping you can help me out. So here's the story. Okay. Here's the story, Michael. My flatmate seems to be a pretty gargantuan smoker of hashish. When I first moved in, it wasn't, I wasn't really into it, and neither was he. A casual spliff here and there, but then, come hell or high water, every day he openly assumes the position in the living room, fat doink in hand, windows closed. I know you can't technically get addicted, but I feel like I'm starting addiction right now, both barrels, baby, and it's obscene. I don't particularly care that he's smoking. Hey, we're only human. Hey, we're only human, you know? Hey, hey, but surely asking to open the godforsaken window is fair game. That's what wow. he says. However, he calms down a bit. I feel I've somehow been conditioned to think that it's not it nots okay to ask, and now I'm in my own head. What should I do to open the window or to take this to my grave? Wow. I mean, so descriptive. Yeah, so the issue is his friends are smoking a lot, and he just won't open the window. His sheesh. Well, the reason he's in his own head is because of the hot boxed yeah. room that exactly. he's in. and. I think, you know, it's your, it's your apartment, open that window, have a conversation. Open the window to the heart <laughs> of the other guy that you're talking to, you know? And then, yeah. you know, I, I, I think... Yo, it, yo, these Lamborghinis, they weren't bought. <laughs> they were bought, man. They weren't rented. That's how you're talking. Open the heart to the window, man, and the Boom. next thing comes. Uh, I feel like underneath this, though, there is... He has a friend. I feel like underneath this, what he's trying to say, he's out of, has a friend who's kind of got addicted to weed, and, he's, and he doesn't want to... I mean, what, we, we, you know that's what I mean? the thing, you know, what's going on in that friend's life? Is, is, is the weed the only highlight of his life? Is he working yeah. a dead-end job? Did he just break up with his girl? Let's get beneath the surface here. So how would you, uh, how would you approach a friend who basically uh, has fallen off the wagon a little bit? Well, what advice would you give? Because I feel like that's underneath here, is a friend who's fallen off a bit. And how would you get him to, to help him out? Well, you know, uh, maybe even over the weed. Yeah. That seems to be a, a sort of a joining connection. A joining? Like, Come on. That's, that's very good. Yeah. That's very good. Um, hey man, what's what's going on with you? You know, I noticed you've been you've been smoking a lot. So you think he's just like, <laughs> oh, what's, what's the problem, man? You know, that's that's exactly it. You yeah. know, just, I mean, he hasn't. He said here he hasn't even. He's not even open. He's not even started a dialogue. Yeah, he's too in his head to start the dialogue. 
We, we, there might not be a problem here yeah. unless you open opening a window is pretty basic yeah. but if you don't communicate that that's what you even want the other guy is just blissfully unaware that there's even an issue here you yeah. know I think uh, I think I think that's very sound advice um, no, so just Jesus yeah Jesus from Jesus from Jesus oh my god uh, there we go from Jesus allegedly allegedly um, uh, my Wi-Fi is now broken down slightly so I have to go to data so you know, life's going pretty well right now. But is uh, that is that another issue? Is that an issue? Yeah, this guy is just, this? he's just called and he said, "Hey guys, I can't actually <laughs> submit to the podcast. So I'm going to go switch to my uh, switch to my data and switch then we'll do to it. a new network provider." That's uh, my there we go. My All right. So guy. here is um, here is a second one. <laughs> Sorry, this is a, a different one. My girlfriend she found the form and then she just posted. She what can I help you with? And she said, "My boyfriend is too cute." Oh, oh that's sweet, isn't it? That's that. nice, isn't it? Uh, this guy, okay. Um, uh, uh, John again, I guess. I don't know. It feels weird that there's just first names, and they don't want us to mention them on the yeah on the podcast. I probably shouldn't have even included that. This could be the same guy. Same guy. So here's this, uh, here's uh, here's uh, Blake's problem. Let's go with Blake, shall we? I started a receptionist job at a marketing agency recently, and my first non-hospitality job. I'm worried it's really obvious that I don't know what I'm doing, and that my boss can tell I'm winging it. Any advice on how to fake it till you make it in an admin job? What did you used to do for work? Because you're. Used to work at um, John Lewis. Yeah. At the till. But you did an admin job as well, didn't you? I used to um, um, for a little bit. I, I sold bird insurance at a call center. <laughs> what? Well, like birds, their insurance would run out, and so we used birds. To, yeah, like pets. Yeah. I wouldn't sell them to the birds. No, 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 no. I get it. I get it. So we would used to call up old ladies and and threaten them. You know, if your bird dies, not insurance, <laughs> you're gonna feel mad guilty. Can you afford all those bird bills? And then you know we we, we would kind of like get them to to buy our insurance for their birds. I guess a bird is a pet, but also I think like if the bird dies, it. I mean, I mean, like if the bird gets sick, not dies. Yeah. If it dies, it dies. But you know that 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 wing gets injured, you might lose your house, old lady. <laughs> you can lose your house over that wing. <laughs> so get you, that bird insurance. It's the wing of the house you're gonna lose. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, come on, guys, bring it in. Bring but it. to this guy, I mean, what do you say? Fake it till you make it. Yeah, I mean, because obviously your job doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't. It's not important in the scheme of anything. Um, but also, nobody really knows what they're doing, which is a lie that people yeah. say. A lot of people know what they're doing. Um, I think from I read think a book. If you if you go to any admin job or any real, you go to most jobs. Like you see people come out of this, like they work in the city, and you see them come out. Obviously, people fucking they don't do anything. Yeah, they do nothing with their jobs mm. all day, and all they do is tell people to do stuff that that they also don't have to do. There are so many people who make money from doing half the work they need to. Yeah. It's actually ludicrous. It's crazy. Yeah, I would say to this guy, there's probably a one minute tutorial on TikTok of somebody <laughs> who's like a receptionist lifestyle. How to learn how to fake an admin job? Exactly, the receptionist influencer, and yeah. she will tell you how you know just the, just the basics. Yeah. You know, and then you'll, you'll, you'll be fine, Blake. If, the, you know, do you want to move up in the world? Get your shit together, man. It gets harder than this. I, th- I think it's, um, I think the best thing to do at a new job is find out where you can cheat the system. Mm. That's what I always like to do. And as a man who's just started a new job, you know, you got to do, you got to find out how long is my lunch break? Okay, it's this long. Well, where can I take? I can take five minutes at the start, five minutes at the end. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. That's what you got to go I, for. I, I would say, you know, if you're at a company and you feel disposable, ask yourself, how do I make myself on fire i was trying to find the opposite of disposable i couldn't find it in time indisposable <laughs> what's the english word for indisposable <laughs> how do 
how do you make yourself indisposable? Yeah. Are you the cupcake guy? Are you the guy that always comes in with the cupcakes? Do you have um what's that <laughs> word for the um incense? Incense. You could be the incense guy. You just walking around yeah. spraying oakwood. Yeah. And then when you're gone, they're gonna be like, I miss the oakwood yeah. guy. You know? Exactly. I think that's 100%. You got to that or you end up just getting really the back high... rub guy. You got to be the back rub guy. You know, when you're gone, they're like, mm, my shoulders are tense. Exactly. I mean, my mind is anxious free. Yeah. My shoulders are tense. You I know? think you're gone because you are the back. Rub. <laughs> <laughs> that's the reason you're gone. No, man. No, you should have seen him in the bird insurance company. He was massaging those wings, massaging the birds. No, but yeah, you gotta be the back rub guy. I think that's uh make yourself indisposable. Yeah, you know? that or or like obtain like really like get a passcode that no one else knows. Yeah, and be the only person who knows it. Put yourself down as like what is it like the fire emergency leader? Mm. That's the person you gotta be. Yeah. So if there's a fire, they're like, oh no. And then start a fire. And then start a fire, mm -hmm. and then go down. Not only does it give amazing back rubs, but he can save our lives. He knows the way to go. He knows the way to go in an emergency. Well, I think uh, I think that's our time. Oh, really? Yeah. That's amazing. Right? Yeah. Rule of three. We did two. That's fine. It's your podcast. There is no third one. <laughs> I, told you. I was going to say, you can go a little bit longer if you wanted. Just I, uh, I, no, well, basically, I told uh, Michael over the... Uh, this will be for the Patreon subscribers. Okay. Uh, I told you uh, over text, I have a few. Because I only had a couple. <laughs> I, few means free. Few means 100% free. Well, the thing is, you know what I find annoying living in the UK is I, uh, in America, you say couple yeah. and it means a few. Yeah. And so when I say a few, when I say a couple, I mean more than two. And then I have like English people like, oh, it's actually a cup. It's actually two. And um, they say it like that. Real yeah, arrogant. Really arrogant. Like. <laughs> but you were, you were right. Uh, and you know, when I did the forum, I was so excited because I got a response. And I was like, oh my God, I got a response so quickly. And I checked it and it was the one that I sent to myself just to check if the forum was working. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you wanted to say? Anything you want to plug? About, about, about friendships. Sure. I, I, I would say they are a wonderful thing. And I, I appreciate all my array of biscuits, yeah. array of biscuits, yeah. of friends. And um, um, but also the friend of yourself. That's my lesson to the messages. You know, don't be afraid of finding a friend in you. Because yeah. everybody don't be afraid to be more than friends with yourself. Yeah. You know, we are born alone and we die alone. All your friends will perish. All we're left with is us. And you just got to hope you're the first one out. Exactly. <laughs> so you can have the most attendees at your funeral. <laughs> That's the life lesson. Uh, well, thank you very much, Michael, for being on. I have a podcast. It's, oh, yeah. It's called B-Tech Philosophers. Oh, I the name is up for debate, isn't it? Well, the, the name, because um, apparently B-Tech is not an internationally known standard of studying education. Yeah. So when we obviously break out into America yeah. and whatnot, into yeah. Chinese market, we're really hoping to get into. Yeah. Um, they won't really know that, even though they have Google or whatever they have in China. Yeah. Hawaii. Hawaii. Hawaii? Hawaii. That's a phone. It's, it's Hawaii. That's a phone, isn't it's it? It's Hawaii. Hawaii. They have Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Um, Weibo. They can check they on Weibo. Weibo. So, WeChat. Yeah, WeChat, exactly. Nintendo. Nintendo uh, WeChat. Um, Japanese. B-Tech philosopher affiliate still. We just talk about our philo uh, philosophical approach to our problems and we host that. This philosophy spelled with an F or a PH? That's with uh, PH. You have to look at a PH there. I did have to look. I did have to look. He threw uh, me off. Yeah, all right. Well, I think we're going to, I think we're going to end it at that. Michael, absolutely fantastic. Let's do a handshake. What should we do? Yeah. Okay. And I, was, I was like, let you have the floor. Oh, let me have the floor, but we'll do a handshake as well. That was Philip and Friends, hosted by Philip Kostelecki. 
Uh, our guest today was Michael Odewale. Philip and Friends was produced by Mooch Michaels, courtesy of Vauxhall Podcast Studios. Theme song and outro music was written by Fred and produced by Georgia Johnson. Get involved with the podcast by subscribing and supporting us on Patreon. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Legend! <laughs> <laughs> Reload it.